Hello podcasters, Andrew King here to bring you a quick message before we start the show. So, the CubeCast have been going steadily ever since our first episode, but recently uh, we've run into a little problem. To help fix this problem, I've asked a special someone to land a hand. He's here with us right now. Mr. T, welcome to the CubeCast. Hey man. Great to have you on. Hey man. Before we get started, I have a favor to ask. Yeah! Can you say, I pity the fool for the fans? Hey Jack, you got a big mouth, and you ask a lot of questions. Oh, I'm sorry, uh, then uh, let's get right to it. Uh, shall we tell the listeners what's been up? Yeah. Okay, so, um, the CubeCast heavily depends on listener-submitted questions and content for the show. That's right! Recently, the CubeCast email inboxes are empty... No way, fool. Yes way, Mr. T. Absolutely. So please, listeners, uh, send in your emails to keep CubeCast fresh and funny, or I'm going to ask uh, Mr. T to step in. I'm going to hit you so hard, I'm going to knock you into next week. Here's how you can contribute. Send your general questions and suggestions to cubecast at gmail.com. That's right. For quick-fire questions, send it to cubeandrew at gmail.com if you want to ask Tom a question. If you want to ask me a question, send it to cubethom at gmail.com. That's cubetom at gmail.com. Right on, brother. Hey, Mr. T. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. Yeah. You were a lot of help. Right on, brother. Have a nice day. Now on to the show. Episode 4 with Rel Hessler. Hello and welcome to CubeCast episode number five, four. Uh, this is uh, Andrew King as always, and I'm joined by my co-host Tom Barlow. Tom, how you doing, man? So it, it should really be episode five, but for those who don't know, we've had to record this one twice because Andrew deleted the first one. Oh my so goodness! Interesting. Yeah, I don't. Uh, basically, I was uh, doing something to the file. The program crashed. And when I opened up the file again, it was all, you know, screwed up and I, it was unusable and, and deleted in some parts and I don't know what happened. But, um, yeah, and so we are again. Yeah. Let's do this. Should be interesting to see how well we can do this. It won't be awkward at all talking about the same things, right, Tom? <laughs> we'll see. With the right. uh, fake enthusiasm we have. What are you talking about? It's real. We have love for the listeners. Yeah. Yeah, but it's like it's like oh, I've heard this answer before, but I'll be surprised by it. We'll, well see. We'll, we'll see. try. I hope uh, it'll probably be um, different. Like after the first run through, it'll probably be better. Hopefully, we'll uh, catch some stuff we missed uh, last time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah, yeah. Do things in the right order. It was a bit rushed at the end. Yeah. Anyway. Um, the next week is actually the 2010 U.S. Open. 
Uh, I'm going to be there. Uh, Tom, unfortunately, won't be there, but I'm going to be hosting uh, QCast there 2 to 3 p.m. all three days. It's going to be a live stream. I'm going to post the link in the Speed Solving Forum and the website uh, when it comes close to the date. Um, yeah, uh, it should be the same thing like this show except in video form we're gonna have a couple guests uh hopefully tyson mao will be on there um we're gonna have tim reynolds uh let's see the koei guys and uh you know like chester and jim burns and shaden and it's gonna be a lot of fun and uh if you have any questions about the show if you want to see any particular person that's going to be attending the event um if you just have any quick fire questions, um, you know, send them in. Uh, let's see. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll try and be there on the, um, the yeah, chat. The but chat. I won't be able to be there to speak in person, of course. I'll be miles away. Yeah. Um, I thought of a little event f- for all three days. Um, we're gonna have quick fire questions all three days and, uh, I'll post, uh, where to send those questions soon, but, um, Shortly after the episode's out, this episode, um, the event, give, send a, a list of names that are difficult to pronounce to cubecast <laughs> at gmail.com and all your other questions and suggestions, and I'll try to read them on the show. With difficulty. With difficulty, yeah. Um, God, if it... If it's not an American name, I probably can't say it. That's the trend we're having on the show. Uh, let's yeah. see. Yeah, Even uh, I had difficulty, like, um, last week someone said I said um, Hyun's name wrong, which I'm not surprised at. Whatever. Nah, it's Chinese name. Whatever. Yeah. Those are all difficult exactly. to say. Uh, Tom. Yeah, um, I, some of you might have heard of the uh, Lubix Cube lubricant that um, someone's started to sell on the forum. Oh, yeah. Um, I got him to send me a sample recently. And I've used Maru Lube before, and it's quite like that. But apparently it's um, it's supposed to be heavier or thicker. And personally, I don't really like it. Like, I prefer um, the sprays. But um, it's uh, it's it, it seems to be okay. And, like, it improved my Type F quite a lot. But... Um, like some other cubes, it doesn't seem to make an effect, and on some of them, it made it worse. Like it tends to improve cubes that are worse more. Uh, so I don't know. You might like it. It's worth checking out, but so I'm not a fan personally. Would you say it's a hit or miss? And uh, what's the kind of feel it has? Yeah, it's worth checking out. Like you get enough to use. It, it helps out some bad cubes get better, in my experience. But I don't know. Like it's not really. Um, what I'd use myself, but you might like it. Cool. Uh, hit or miss. It's what's is it a milky feel or like a, a little sticky? Like what's well, it, it's kind of gummy at first, and then it just turns into like um, smooth, I guess. Yeah, it's kind of sticky. It, it will take a while to work in, and um, especially if you put loads in. <laughs> but it, not, it seems yeah. to. There's quite a lot there, and it'll last for a while and stuff. Awesome, dude. Yeah, thanks for sending us that over. Thanks a lot, man. Uh, who was he? Who sent it in? Uh, what's he called? Pixel6 from lubixcube.com. 
Awesome. Check it out, guys. And this past Tuesday, what happened? Tom, can you tell me why I'm so excited? Why? What happened? Starcraft. Oh, Starcraft. Starcraft oh, 2, yeah. man. I've been it's playing like that stuff. It's changed your life. <laughs> nonstop. It has changed my life. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing yet, but um, yeah. I've been... I assume it, I, I know nothing about StarCraft, whatever. Is it better than the StarCraft 1? Um, I would say it's the same, which is still a good thing. Because StarCraft, yeah, it's different. But it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, if you if you like games, check it out. If you're Korean, why don't you have it yet? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, let's go on. Bring on our guest, Ro. Uh, Ro, uh, let's see a little background about him. He's a 2009 U.S. champion. Uh, he holds the current world record for 2x2 two two average. He's a former uh, record holder for 3x3 uh, three three blind. And uh, all-around fast guy. Ro, welcome to the show, man. Hey, can you hear me? Yeah, you should um, shout out your YouTube channel name as well so people can subscribe because you have some awesome videos. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, Ro Hess. Okay. Um, <laughs> before we start, I guess, uh, getting into you, um, since episode three, there have been, uh, whatchamacallit, one, two, three, four, five, six world records broken since episode three. Yeah. What? That, um, Dan Cohen's so livid <laughs> that he's lost a load of his records. Yeah, yeah. most, uh, there's this five by five single that was his, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's not been broken by that much either. It was like a PL, PLL skip as well. If it wasn't a PLL skip, it wouldn't have uh, been broken. <laughs> nah, but whatever. He'll probably break it again at Nationals. I don't know. What's he, I heard he doesn't practice much anymore. Well, he. I think he kind of got despondent with the whole thing, but he, he, I think he started doing some practice. I don't know, whatever. Yeah, because he's still top three for sure in the world. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, that was broken by um, Shuhei Amora, and it was yeah. 106.93. Yeah, he, uh, Shuhei won the 4x4 event in uh, Worlds, and uh, doesn't he... Oh, yeah, I remember watching a video of that or something. Yeah, he was like 46 average or something. It was crazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, Chester Leanne finally broke the 5x5 blindfold record. By yeah, a 15. <laughs> Although you know um, Villa Sepinen, yeah, he um, he recently got like a six-minute blind solve or something for five by five. I think it was six. Yeah, like no he's way. not done it for ages. Yeah, I know it's ridiculous, but um, yeah, I think. Oh, so, well, uh, I think is it I, just I, a matter of time until he gets a success in comp? Or yeah, I think so. I think um, he just needs to go to a competition. Oh my goodness, that's crazy, dude. Six minutes? Yeah, yeah. He, he's got a competition next month, so it's probably going to be broken again. Gosh. And uh, the other highlight, uh, Yumu Tabuchi with the one-hand average. Yeah, ridiculous. 16.11. Yeah. I, I don't know how you can even sub 20. Well, that's just you, dude. <laughs> oh, shut up. How quick are you at one-handed? Uh, average yeah. 17, 18. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> when are you going to break that average? <laughs> Shut up. Wait, so what? you average like um, 15 now or something? Yeah, yeah dude. Around there. Like, more like 16. But 
How many rounds of uh, one hand are there at the comp- uh, U.S.? Rounds, probably three. Dude, that you can do that. You can beat it. Yeah, but, mm. Just get a good single. Get like a sub ten single. I always warm up too much on the side, and then I get like really tired. It's not good. Yeah, that's the thing. With <laughs> that's not bad. You yeah, can only do like many solves. It's mm-hmm. funny that people count one, uh, like fifty one hand solves as warm up, and then they blame warm up for not doing well. <laughs> I should yeah. have one warm up, maybe even none. None. Do My you first s- usually a sixteen or something. Yeah, before um, since you're so good at one hand, um, didn't talk about this with Felix, but uh, how do you prepare uh, one handed? Felix, how do I what? Prepare for one hand. Um, I don't really prepare. I just do it. <laughs> do you just do it. Do you have any like any stretches or? No, no stretches. Like, you know, like, piano players have, like, specific, you know, yeah. exercises to increase yeah. the dexterity of their hand. And I guess I turn slow at first, like, for a first five or something, and then speed up. But I don't really yeah. stretch or anything. Uh, Do you tend to, like, um, go slow at the start of the solve and speed up at the end? Yeah. Well, you mean, like, during every solve? Yeah. Well, no, just one-handed. Or both, I guess. So you mean, like, during cross, turn slow? Uh, yeah, I guess so. Well, not really. Well, well during cross, <laughs> you don't really, you don't really turn slow, to be honest. Well, during cross, there sometimes there's a lot of you know regripping here and there, so you might be forced to go game. slow. You know what I noticed? Um, Felix when he does it, he uses the table a lot during cross, so he always has it on the yeah. side, so he can see easier. But really, uh, yeah, I noticed that in his videos, he always ends it on the bottom, like in normal yeah. three. He like um like leaves it on the table and manipulates it with his hand. He's not actually like folding it. Yeah, that's insane. Nice that's weird. Anyway, I've never seen that. Yeah, Tom, you cube one handed on the table, right? Yeah, yeah. I have my own style. It's hardcore. What do you um, Yeah. <laughs> not very good. Like twenty five, which is okay considering I use room. Oh, yeah, not bad, dude. Oh, you were about to say something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was just going to talk about the um, the other records that we missed. There was um, the FMC record, the Fierce Muse, which was 22, which is the same as the other one. Yeah. Which is still ridiculous, because the, the first one was a last layer skip, and this one was only a PLL skip. But apparently there was another solution that you could have found that was 18 moves, so he could have got an even uh, lower one. But it's still ridiculous. Isn't that close to the it, limit? Um, well, the limit can be like 13 or something. Oh, it depends on the scramble. Wow. But, like, the average limit will probably be about 18 anyway. I can't even get under like 40. <laughs> I love FMC. It's so difficult. It's just a shame that all of the people who get good times, are, like, have to get lucky to do well. Yeah. As opposed to, like, find really good insertions or something. Like, that, that brings to mind the number of competitions that people go to and the records associated yeah. with because Eric uh you know a year or two ago he hold, he's you know he grabbed so many world records and he went to like a competition a weekend for like a couple yeah, of months yeah it, it helps for FMC cuz like the scramble it very much depends on the scramble for getting a low move count yeah like you need to find a good start i guess i guess luck is a factor including 2 by 2 now and 3x3, three three, I guess. Yeah, hugely. They're trying to um, 
like remove two by two scrambles on the there's a discussion on WCA about like removing easy ones. I don't think they should. I mean if if it just means that um eventually the two by two single will just be like Point. two moves or something and it'll be lucky. Like so it'll be meaningless, but it doesn't matter. But, um Chris Kruger, he's in China right now and He's organizing a competition there, and there's a two-move scramble in two-by-two. Made the league. What? They, oh, yeah. They removed it. Really? Like, one day, going to leave it, I guess. I think they should have a rule, like, under like three moves, three or under. Well, yeah, that's what they're talking yeah, about. Still can't not see it. it. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Like, where, where does the threshold lie for removing yeah. scrambles? I mean, it's hard to see. I don't know. Will, will that be applied to 3x3 three three as well? Yeah, they want to do it so they're removing all that can be solved in under 13 moves, but I don't think they should. There's no reason to. Because hmm. no one's going to go, oh, this is 13 moves away. And just, even if they can, they kind of deserve it if they set a record with that. Yeah. And uh, I guess uh, the guy that set the fewest moves record, let's see if I can do this. Ichtvan Kochka. Kotza. Yeah, it's right about right. Kotza. I assume. Yeah. Uh, hey, uh, don't send me an email about how I pronounced <laughs> that wrong. <laughs> you uh, might have done it right by complete fluke. Yeah. And uh, Ben's Barat, 7x7 seven seven single and average. Yeah. His average is quicker than the previous world record single. And who it's holds insane. that single? Uh, I, I don't too. know. Who? What? Huh? Uh, it might be uh, Dan Cohen. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, Dan. It was um, Michelle or whatever his name is. Yeah, how's? I'm not sure though. Yeah, um, he had like um, two PLL skips in um seven by seven, which is um, it's quite a lot considering it's like um, a mean of three to get lucky with, but it's seven by seven, so a P- PLL isn't really that much of your time. I was just though is um if you like unless I don't know how fast they can do PLL on seven by seven for me it takes like ten seconds but yeah I guess <laughs> Faz can probably like do sub ten three by three stage on seven by seven or something yeah that's scary <laughs> uh yeah so I guess that's enough of the world records which is crazy it's pretty much one a day since episode three but um yeah. Up to the recording of the of the first episode four. <laughs> <laughs> episode three point five. Yeah. Um, it's lost to history now. But we know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so Ro, can you tell yep. us uh, your background of cubing? Like what made you start and um, etc. Well, in Christmas two thousand five my aunt bought me one and um Originally, I wasn't that excited, but then she told me how to get one side, and from there, I just had to learn the rest, you know? Yeah. And uh, yeah. how did you learn? Well, I went online, and the first link I found was the Petrus Method site, my large yeah. Petrus, so I learned that way. And, uh, yeah, I think everyone should learn Petrus first. Yeah, it's a good way to get color neutral. It's a good way to um, understand how pieces move around as well. Yeah, it's true. Like, as opposed to learning just like um, algorithmic F2L, mm-hmm. you don't really understand what you're doing as well um, until you're like 
get to the stage where you do understand it. <laughs> well, that's the thing I want to understand. In Petrus, are you kind of forced to be neutral if you want to be fast with it? Not exactly. Well, like, um, I actually don't know anybody that's completely, like, one color, like, every time. But, I know, Eric Johnson always tries to get, get it so that the last layer is, like, yellow or white on top. Yeah. But, it's, um, it depends on how you extend the 2x2x3 block. Yeah. As well. It's just, um, doing it one way rather than the other. But I think that's actually a good thing, because instead of, like, having to decide which side to do, you just do one of the sides every time. So it, it's more, um, what do you call it, automatic. Yeah. I see. Yeah, because, um, you know, CFOP solvers, like the traditional CFOP solver, grows up with white, and then they'll maybe, maybe, if they really want to get into it, uh, uh, also add in yellow. You know? No, quite a lot of... Quite a lot of people do that these days. Like yesterday, you see more people doing dual than single. Yesterday, I had a one move yellow cross, and I went for it with one hand, and I got like a fifteen second solve full step, and I was so <laughs> proud of myself. Yeah. Well, like one handed's kind of different. You can kind of um, you have time even to- if you do one color, you can just be like fully neutral and still be the same. Because the time taken by recognition doesn't really affect you because you're turning slower. Yeah. That's probably why. <laughs> I probably average around 12 or 13 on a good day with Yellow Cross. I still need to practice that. Yeah. You don't need to practice it. You could just do without. Why do you need to practice? It's not that much more better. I think. More better. More better. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, bro, why did you um, switch to CFOP? Um, I don't know. I just I didn't feel like I can get any faster, like get to the speed that I wanted to be at. Yeah, I just wasn't good at Petrus. Like, um, it's a, the, like my like Petrus is most well known for like the fewest moves competition and stuff. When really, yeah, I probably turned. I probably did more moves than I do at like this <laughs> I don't know. I could yeah, because you need to do a lot of practice to be able to get a low move count, like to efficiently make the blocks. Yeah, like the blocks that would take like four moves, I would do like twelve, but it turned fast because I didn't know what to do. I don't know. I just wasn't being right. Yeah, I just turned as fast as I could. Well, just... there's, there's also a um, a throw up between like uh, a low number of moves solution and a solution that's finger friendly to execute. Yeah, maybe but you can still do one of those faster. Yeah, well, um. When I switched, I was around like 16, 17. I think I could, if I stuck with it, I could be around like maybe 12 right now. But yep. I wouldn't be happy with that. No. <laughs> you never know. You could still be like 10. Eh, I don't know. That'd be. Do you think? What? But? Uh, <laughs> what? do you think uh, the limit is right now for C? Uh, I mean, Petrus. Um, I think like sub 10, but I don't know. Like, I think Eric can get some 10 if he keeps it up. Yeah. It's all about practice. I don't, I think any method can get some 10, really. Yeah. Hmm. Awesome. I think Rue is still slightly better than Petrosin. What? Rue? Rue, yeah. Well, it's, it's hard to say that one thing's better than the other. Yeah. Like, you, you can't really know for sure, but you can kind of have an inkling. Well, obviously, I, I personally think it's better. 
but whatever. People say Seafox better just because there's a larger pool of people, you know, to get yeah. better from. The other methods haven't really been tested so much. Yeah. I, I wonder... Like... Sorry, hold on. I wonder if, like, uh, the population of people using Seapop and Petrus switched. I wonder what would happen. Like, I wonder mm-hmm. how fast Petrus would be. Yes. If, uh, that many people actually got into it and, uh, evolved the, I guess, method and, you know, people like Faz got into it. The what problem else? is you can never know. Never know until we have it, right? Yeah. I think the, um, the ZZ method, if people are really, like, practice that and try to get good at it, they'd be faster than CFAR. Yeah, because it's just, like, 2-gen, basically. Yeah. For the F2L, which is really good. That's insane. 2-gen F2L? Pretty much. You know what ZZ is? No. All right, so oh, you don't know ZZ? No. Alright, so you make, um, like, half the cross, you just do, like, the front piece and the back piece. Yeah. And while you do that, you like orient. Oh, I get edges. it. You orient all the edges so that you just do L. It's more like three gen. You just do L yeah, yeah. U. And then if you really want to get into it, you learn Z B L L. But yeah, I don't understand. They flip the edges while they're doing the uh, the, what do they call it? The O line. Yeah, that that thing. It's so hard. Like I I um. I practice some ZZ, but it's so hard to get into. Like doing the O line efficiently is really difficult, and like the recognition for oriented edges is really hard as well, especially if you're not used to it. Mm-hmm. Compared to every other method, it's definitely got the hardest inspection. Dang. Yeah, I think that method has a lot of potential. Though. Yeah, definitely. Tumba. It can be expanded so many different ways as well. Mm-hmm. Wait, what method are we talking about? I spaced off for a sec. <laughs> ZB. ZZ. ZZ. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know how to uh, say the guy's name who invented it? It's like, uh, this is a big new... Oh, project. I don't know that. How do you pronounce it, Andrew? <laughs> What's up? <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce it. Type it in the chat box. Um, Let's do this. Like... Bring it on! <laughs> I don't know how it's spelled. Um, it's something like that. Z- how do you yeah. say that? It's that's, um, that's right, but it's something like that. I'll find Zag- out. Jagnu? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've got it. I'll paste it. Jegnu. Hold on, hold on. There you go. Zebegnu. Yeah. Uh, Zborowski. Zborowski. I don't know how to read ZB. That's not a... Zborowski isn't as hard as his first Zborowski, okay. I got it. Yeah. yeah, it's simple. What are you talking about? Come on. <laughs> Yeah, uh, ZZ, and, uh, we're also talking about Z's, we're also gonna have Chris Chan, who's, uh, the leader in ZB. Yeah, he knows it all. I think he's the only person that does so far. Yep. Apparently, what he's having trouble with is a recognition. Really? I thought, um, the biggest problem was, like, recalling, because the recognition wouldn't be as hard, but I guess we'll find out. I would... He when he's warming up and trying to solve, he would uh, you know, stop at uh, LL and you know, move uh, yeah, move his fingers around the cube to track what's going on, and then he would yeah, do I've seen um, videos of him solve. It's pretty funny, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, hopefully he can um, you know, work on that and get better because I really want to see what it's capable of. 
I can solve his recognition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. That's the thing. Like, you can, um, you can do the last layer quicker than he can recognize it. But as soon as he's able to, like, do instant recognition, he'll be able to destroy last layer times. Yeah. yeah. Come on, Chris. Is it possible to do that? Chris Tran, you can do it. <laughs> Sub Faz, come on. <laughs> uh, recently, Ro, you joined the YouTube sensation Five Awesome Cubers. Yeah, I did. Why are you <laughs> laughing, Tom? <laughs> you said YouTube sensation. It's not like <laughs> it's super popular on YouTube or something. I guess it's fairly popular for Cubers. Among Cubers, yeah. it is. That's yeah, what I was yeah. talking about. What are you guys... Gosh. <laughs> no, I just thought it was funny how you said it. Anyway, uh, you are the f- first of the five, uh, which is Monday, right? Yeah, I forgot to make one this week. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't that make three in a row, dude? No, I made one... Well, if you call it a video, I just kind of like made a video apologizing for not making a video. <laughs> <laughs> That doesn't yeah. count at all. I've been actually done a lot of it because I'm too busy, you know. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Well, it seems like a lot of the other members don't really do it as much all the time. Yeah, except for like a... <laughs> uh, monkey dude. Tristan does like every week. Maybe it's yeah. like a week every five or something. It's cool, though, because there's like um, five of you. So it doesn't mean there's that much of a lack of content yeah. when some of them don't do it every week. Yeah. yeah it's not at all now, I don't think. Huh? Lance. Uh, oh right, he's keeping up. But I really think like five awesome keepers. Even if there's there are haters out there, you know, people like that. But um, I really think it's really good for the community. Yeah, it is. Because there's nothing else like it out there that really invests time to just teaching people and informing people. I mean, yeah, it's good to watch. Yeah. We kind of do the same thing, but not in like a tutorial yeah. fashion. We just discuss crap. Yeah, exactly. we can't really teach things. We can tell people to learn things. We can <laughs> tell people talk. and where to go to learn it. Yeah, basically. But like, if we go, hey, this cube right here, if it looks like this, then you should do the T perm or. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's good audio podcasting, but uh. <laughs> Yeah, I really think uh, the fi- you five guys, uh, row plus four, I guess, that's uh, are really doing a good job. Um, what kind of stuff do you are you working on for it? Um, people want me to make a blindfold video, but I don't understand how it's gonna work because I use commutators, and that's kind of hard to explain in a video. Yeah, you'll have to make a video explaining those first separately. Yeah. I'll just tell them to go somewhere else to learn how they work. But I don't think there aren't just videos on it or anything. Sorry? I don't think there's any other videos on it or, um. Yeah, it's too hard to explain, I think. Yeah. Like, no, bro, you can do having, it. With, without, like, just text. Yeah. It's a different concept to grasp, especially through. So, for an audience like YouTube. Because that's where they don't really what I do in Blindfold, so I don't understand. Yeah. You could teach, like, um, Turbo, which is, like, lazy comms. Yeah, I only know I only know a few turbo albums. So not all. Yeah, I well, tried learning you turbo. Make... You should just learn black first, Andrew. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just learn like old Pokemon, man. You don't have to learn any arcs. Uh yeah. After US, I will. Oh yeah, yeah. How about I teach you at US? What's up? How about I teach you at US? No, I'm gonna. <laughs> My brain's teach gonna explode. Comp? My brain. 
Katie I, says she's gonna learn too. What's up? Katie says she's gonna learn too. Nice. Is she gonna be there, at US? Yeah, she will. Cool. Yeah, Katie. Hi. Hello. Welcome to the podcast. Sorry. Hi. Sorry, you have to sit through this again for a second time. <laughs> You've been hidden, hidden there in secret. Sorry. Um, I'm gonna have to go for a sec. <laughs> Can you like pause? I've just been shouted. I thought this might happen. All right. One sec. Blip <laughs> bloop. All right, back from the quick break. Um, Tom had to leave for a sec, but uh, we're back and still going. Talking about mines exploding about a second ago. I saw um, this is a little off topic. I saw Inception. Oh, uh, I really want to see that. Everyone said it's insanely good. Oh yeah. To spoil the movie for you. Um, Don't spoil it. Okay. <laughs> well, I know the basic premise. It's uh, something to do with dreams. Yeah, go into the dreams and extract people's secrets in the dream. That's pretty much the basis, and it expands yeah. from there. But it's pretty cool. You should check it out. Yeah, I will do. I tried to pirate it, but the copy wasn't that good. <laughs> uh, you, so should, you should actually pay good money for this, because I think this movie actually deserves it. Uh, I'll decide that after I've seen it. I'm a DiCaprio whore, so, you know, every, anything you good, anything he does is good, so, in my opinion. What, your favorite film's Titanic? Oh, oh my gosh, yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, going back in, uh, I guess on topic five, Austin Cubers, uh, what else? <laughs> <laughs> what? My brain farted for a sec. I, I knew I wanted to talk about something. But anyway, uh, I guess we can go on. Um, yeah, Five Awesome Cubers doing great work. I hope you guys keep it up because, uh, I, you know, you guys are in like a dying phase maybe right now. Oh, thanks. <laughs> no, no, we just talked about it a couple minutes ago. Come on. I'm just putting a label on it. Um, but yeah, I it's really It's not hope. like the dying. It's just like... Um a low stream of content. It's like yeah. understandable. Yeah. It's funny how um, it's the summertime for all of us, and we're still busy. Yeah, <laughs> probably busier than we were in school. Yeah. Um, yeah. I hope you guys keep it up. And uh, moving on to top five list, we actually have one this week. We had one last time we recorded, but uh, we lost that. But uh, let's do it again. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Top five algorithm names. If you have a top five list that you'd like to hear, um, send it to cubecast at gmail.com. We'll probably do it since we're running out of ideas anyway. Um, yeah. Tom, you want to do number five? Yeah, okay. Um, number five is the sexy move. It's the R-U-R prime, U prime. Over and over it's again. Probably, uh, yeah, <laughs> probably the most famous move. The term was coined by Arne van Harlan. Um, and there's like a MP3. Oh, you should have got like uh, the MP3 to play it. A section yeah, of it. during the uh, break thing. Yeah, oh, yeah. 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 Actually, you could do it and do it over later. I'll overlay it for a little bit, I guess. Something like that. Um, uh, let's see. Yeah, uh, probably famous because uh, Eric got uh, the world record single with it. Yeah, kind of like. It's more like um, that was the du double version, like F double sexy than F prime. Yeah, double sexy for the win. I love that. Um, it is so confused right now. 
I don't really like the term for it that much, but I can't think of that something. I don't know. I don't know what's so sexy about it though. That's why it's number five. We, it's a, it's, it's on the list because it's popular, but I guess Tom and yeah. I don't agree why it's called sexy move. Not really that cool, to be honest. It's Whatever. Just fast. Whatever. Yeah. Number four, Fru Ruff, the brother or sister of Fur Earth, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, we didn't put Fur Earth on this list, but uh, Fru Ruff. Obviously, is F R U R prime U prime F prime, probably the fastest uh, OLL alg in the yeah. list. Uh, pro- sub half a secondable. Um, uh, whenever I get it on a solve, I jump for joy. <laughs> yeah, and it's really easy to tell if you're gonna get, um, get a PLL skip with it, or like a corner skip. Really, corner skip? I don't Sometimes know. I do it with um, like. B prime and then do like if I see it's gonna skip I do it from like the back. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, um, yeah. You, you use like your um, CLL recognition, I guess, a lot in OLL to check if um, you're gonna skip corner permutation. Huh? Do you? Wait, what? What? Uh, you know, like um, <laughs> I was... like when you get to like last layer and you have an OLL. Yeah. Like, yeah, you do an OLL that you know is a CLL as well, and you can see like you use the CLL recognition. And you'll see that it'll skip. I saw I do something kind of like it. Like I don't know exactly the corners. I just if I see a block somewhere. Oh uh, yeah, you'll know it's yeah. gonna be like a JPM or something. Like a, yeah, exactly. I don't know like this like Anthony. I know Anthony Brooks. He he's working on an entire list for OLLs like COLLs. Yeah, it's um we call it OLLCP. Oh, that's what it is. What's yeah, CP it's like for? a. Corner permutation. Ah, it's like I know quite a lot of them already. They're like they're quite similar to other OLLs, but they're also like a subset of KCLL, which is some other thing for Rue. Yeah. Oh my gosh, this is all gibberish for me. Oh my god, <laughs> I feel like Katie right now. <laughs> uh, number three, Tom. Ah, uh, number three is the sledgehammer, sledgehammer. and it's in first the hedge slammer. <laughs> it's um, <laughs> R prime F R F prime. Yep, Put, uh, really putting insane. a corner down, I guess. Yeah, inserting a pair. Yeah, it's used for like um, VH, you know, uh, edge control. Yeah, edge, edge orientation. It's probably um, probably one of the most popular edge control. You know. Yeah. Alex out there, because it's so easy. Even I use it. Oh my gosh, what? Wrote <laughs> <laughs> anything to add with that? Um, yeah, if I see that, if I see, um, sometimes I do it when I have like two edges oriented, and I think it's going to orient the other ones, but really it just like orients the ones that are already oriented, so then I get a four, and I like want to kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> so you, yeah, it sometimes in that, case works. So I just do it when I have um, four edges flipped wrong. Yeah, nice. yeah. So you know it's going to improve it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Number three, uh, number two is the... I, I don't know why it's number two. This is the one I don't agree with. Uh, Tom... It's because you it's, don't know Patrick. Tom insisted that I put it in. Um, but number <laughs> two, the Niklas. 
Yeah, it's like the most famous commutator. Yeah, it's easy. Yeah, what are commutators again, huh? <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're gonna have to learn one day, man. I, I will. For like... I, uh, he, I'm saying it now. I will learn blindfold within the year. <laughs> and, uh, I'll hold you. To that. And if this episode gets deleted, that doesn't count. <laughs> You're not allowed to delete it now. Yeah, you know I'm gonna make multiple copies. Don't worry about it. It's, it'll be fun. Yeah, you should do. <laughs> uh, yeah, the necklace. What's it for? Well, you use it for like um corner permutation or CLL, or you can even use it for like um solving centers on a five by five or or higher. It's uh, it's just very useful. Yeah, it's it a two by two. Yeah, it's it's hard to describe. It's one of the best CLLs. Yeah, it's like it's like a point five ish for me. Yeah, you can use it on um. Not really oh. on three by three though. It's better for me on two by two. But I can't really turn it fast on two by three. I don't know why. Yeah, it's quite hard. Um, you, it's an OLLCP alg as well. Yeah. Mm. You can do a next instead of LSU. Awesome. Just to affect the corner permutation. And uh, okay, yeah. so. Number one, number is, uh, one, this, which I just spoke about before, yeah. probably the most famous algorithm anyway. Everyone knows about it. I and I guess it's supposed to be soon, eh? Yeah, soon. but everyone just calls it soon. Yeah, everyone's probably uh, predicted number one. It's yeah, yeah, it's the most amazing alg ever. It's probably <laughs> one of the first ones you learn when solving a cube, uh, and it's a uh, cousin the anti cube. Anti suit. What anti cube? What? Anti cube. You're part about it, but you can do it from any angle, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. I can do it from like any angle, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, well, I do it from if, you, if you're doing it like on an F, you can just do the um, anti version instead. Yeah. Just counting do. that, you can do it from like any angle. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing alg. Um. Yeah. To recap the list, uh, sexy move number five through rough. Sledgehammer, Nick Glass, and the number one, the soon. Soon A. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess, uh, moving on. Yeah. Back from our break, um, so to talk about a little something not cubing related about Roe, uh, there's a story going around about you for a couple of years that uh, you got into some trouble at school. <laughs> yeah. Uh, care to tell us the story, Roe? Yeah, sure. So it was my junior year of high school, and it was the last baseball game of the year, and my friend just got kicked off the team. Feel like kicking in lockers or something, and I decided to mess with him after the game, and I took his baseball hat and uh, I took a crap in it. <laughs> I love how you're so blunt about it. <laughs> you are I, not. You are not yeah. happy to tell this story twice, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Didn't you, didn't you say you got expelled for it? Yeah, I got kicked out. But you oh, got sh- let back in. I got let back in, so it's funny. 
No. Uh, <laughs> well, it's funny looking back. It, yeah. I guess it was funny at the time. Yeah, it was really stupid. <laughs> it's quite an epic prank, though. We have we all have our moments, Rose. It's pretty awesome, though. <laughs> so you're about to say something about it? Oh yeah. Um, I don't so, think you want to. Well, he let me back in the school, and I was back on the team for a senior year. I don't know how, but um. And one day uh, we were like doing batting practice, and I was running, and I really had to go to the bathroom again. And uh, I, so I told my coach, and then I started to run, go to the bathroom, my helmet on. He's like, "Leave that here." <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was really funny. Nice. Is he like jokes about it now? It's funny. Oh, that's amazing. What? You still see him? Yeah, I actually see him a lot now, actually. Because um, he owns like this batting cage thing in um, a town nearby, so. I'm pretty much there, like. Oh, you, you still play? Nah, not really. I just like it's. I actually go to the mini golf. <laughs> the mini golf place. I go there. And I see him. That sounds like fun. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Uh. There you go, Cubecast listeners. A little treat for you. I guess. <laughs> uh, I can't believe you said that story twice, bro. Thanks a lot, yeah. man. No yeah, problem. I can't believe it actually happened. <laughs> anyway, I guess moving on to user submitted question. Seth uh, Hovland asks, uh, "What kind of two by two do you use?" Uh, recently I got the Ghost Hand two by two. It's actually like really smooth. It's like the same as the Ishin, which was my favorite. It just took forever to break in, but this one comes like out of the box really good. Nice. So. Does it like feel much different to it? Um, not really, but you you can adjust this one, so it's really useful. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, like I find that Ishin tends to lock quite often if you not if you don't handle it that well. Yeah, well I um, sorry, I lubed my Ishin with like the oil, the shock oil, so it didn't really do yeah. that that much. I yeah. didn't try that on the ghost hand yet, but I probably will soon. The the shock oil um. Talking, I use it too now, bro. Thanks to you. But um, is it uh, whenever I find I'm trying to do R prime U triggers really quickly that I sometimes pop now? Does that happen to you? Yeah, I do pop a lot. It's... What on an Ishin? On an Ishin, no. Wait, we talk. What are we talking about? Three okay, by three. That... Yeah, three by three. No, I mean yes. Oh, okay. Uh, I do pop quite a lot. It like wears off the plastic, I think. Uh that might be it. Anyway, um, yeah. Oh, and what steps do you take for uh, lubing and maintenance, if at all? For 2x2? Two two? Yeah. Mm. For any cube, I guess. But specifically 2x2. Yeah. Two two. If I lube with shock oil, um, I just pour it in. But occasionally, like once every month or something, because whenever the cube pops, it collects dust and stuff. So you should like clean out the cube every once in a while. So otherwise, it gets really clumpy and nice. gross. And then we lube it. <laughs> And, um, yeah, I do that with my 3x3s, too. All right. It's the one bad part about shock oil is that it's messy. It is yeah. very messy and very sticky. Yeah, it's gross, but <laughs> so nice. Yeah, I mix it in with a little bit of CRC, and I think it's a good mix. Yeah, the cube I'm using now, uh, I spread all the pieces with CRC, and then after I let it dry a while, I put shock oil in it, and it's really, really nice. Nice. I put it at the same time. Maybe I should try your method. Well, I don't know. 
Whatever. Anyway, um, and uh, Stefan asks, uh, I guess for all three of us, is there a limit that a Kubrick can reach? Pretty much, he's pretty much asking for the human limit. Yeah. Well, it's it's kind of easier to say what it'll be for known methods at the moment, but we might we might discover methods that have some kind of lower move count. Yeah. That'll easily give us a massive advantage, and times will start to drop hugely. But if we uh, carry on with these, it's a lot easier to tell, I guess. So it'll probably be about like five or six. Five is very low. Five. Yeah. Would you say five average or just? Yeah, yeah, and then average. Wow. Yeah, I would say you know a sub seven for sure, but yeah, sub five. Ooh. Yeah, I think it's possible with like really pushing it and getting nice cases for every solve. Hmm. But it's it's possible, so the limit should be below that. I think Faz the limit for uh, Fredericks. Faz has two sub five singles, right? Does he? Yeah. Yeah. I'm well, I know sure he has sub eight average of twelve, which is yeah insane. I get like I mean one like a day now. <laughs> the single. <laughs> <laughs> me too, man. Me too. I'm Once I get somebody single, it's like yeah, I'm done for the day. <laughs> I don't. I've only ever had one ever. I'm so jealous of you guys. Really? What was the yeah, time? Yeah, then there's those random days where I have like ten of them. That's all I understand. <laughs> yeah, I got like seven point eight eight, and I got it on a really bad cube as well. It's kind of annoying. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so for 2x2, two two, you guys said last time about a second. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like like 1.5 or something. That's with, like, um, full EG, I guess. Yeah, I th- um, I've been thinking about doing this one method. Like, it seems like a good idea. Um, you solve three... Uh, three pieces. Yeah, three pieces. And then, do and then everything. Yeah, like, it's a, it's a lot of hours, but I think you can average, like, like 1.5, isn't that um, what Justin Jaffrey's learning? Is it? That's insane. I think so. <laughs> Isn't it? I think it's called like Sibelius or something. I have no idea. But S S S S S S S S. Sibelius, good composer, by the way. Anyway, uh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I would say it's too tough to guess for four by four and up right now because they're still kind of growing pretty quickly. Yeah. yeah. And the uh, the hardware isn't really that good yet, especially for four by four. I would say. Yeah. Yeah, it's really yeah. hard to tell. Yeah. Um, Yao method, it's like really seems really fast. Yeah, I was doing some Yao souls today for fun. Uh, yeah, I can get like sub one like every five or so, but ends averaging like what forty three with it. Yeah. Forty three. I, I did a forty two yeah, average yeah. twelve yesterday. Yeah. Oh, goodness gracious. Hope Faz is. Yeah. Hope Faz what? Doesn't learn it. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, yeah. I stopped 30 average 4x4 four four now. Yay. <laughs> I'm afraid to say he can't, like, I hope he doesn't do anything, because, like, in, in some of my YouTube videos, like, uh, like, I had a one handed average video, and I was like, Felix, please don't beat this. A week later, he beats it. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're practicing, he just beats it, and then. Ouch. Yeah. It's uh, weird how he's really good at everything. Like, he's sub one at blind as well. Yeah, I'm afraid to, like, say how I'm doing at anything. He's just going to beat it. <laughs> yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Well, you should pick up Scoob because uh, I don't care about that. <laughs> I don't even know the game. Scoob's awesome. What? I don't even know the song. Good. You don't want to. You don't want to. I hate Scoob. You know my. You know about my passion about hating Scoob. <laughs> I don't know your passion, but. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Now <laughs> uh, I made a little Sarah Palin joke back in episode three. Anyway, um, with Scoob. Uh, yeah. Seth Hovland, he asked again, uh, what's up? Wait, the three I was listening to, I just fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> it was so long. Nice to know. Oh, no, 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 I thought it was boring. I was listening to it like two o'clock. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, not, like, I didn't expect it to be like an hour and a half. Well, Chris Hardwick's yeah, it, voice. Yeah, it's surprising was... that it went on for so long. Yeah. Well, Chris Hardwick's voice will do that to you, so. No, I was actually interested in it, though. <laughs> and this, yeah. yeah, he was so. a great, he's a great guy. I love yeah. him to death, man. Uh, yeah, he's really funny as well. Alright, Seth Hovland, he asks again, uh, do you play, oh no, wait, we gotta skip that one. Uh, I guess what else are you addicted to? Mountain Dew. <laughs> Mountain Dew. Yeah. That's pretty much it. I guess I'd have to say Corona. Corona, and I say root yeah. beer. All right. He's All drinks. Interestingly. Uh, yeah, he sent in like four questions, but uh, it's a Seth Hovland episode. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I guess uh, it's appropriate to talk about the U.S. a little bit. Um, we're gonna talk it in more detail at episode five, but I think just give a little preview. Um, Coming up, about a week away. Uh, Ro, what do you think your chances are? Uh, I really don't want to say. <laughs> I don't know, really, honestly, because there's so many fast people coming this year, and you back, like you're back practicing, and it's Ryan now. But yeah. I'm, he's a sarcastic guy. I don't know how much he's kidding or not. Yeah, Ryan. <laughs> Apparently, like, Ryan said he's been sub-11 and practicing. Yeah, he told me at, like, World Championships that he was having, like, 15 one-handed, and he averaged, like, 25. Ryan Patricio. Yeah, I don't know what he's talking about. I don't know if he's serious, but... I haven't... Look, I, in his 2 by 3 songs, his F2L is always, like, 6 seconds. His, his last layer is, like, 6 seconds, too. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's... Strange. That's ridiculous. Oh. But uh, he's a good guy. I mean, he really has... I mean, he's been fast before, really fast before. He can, I believe that he can be really fast again, and it's yeah. probably really fast right now if he's saying he is. Yeah, he's um, he's picked up the F2, so ah. he's, he's over ah. his little store-bought phase. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. What, he just used store-boughts? He used to, yeah. It was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really bad idea. Yeah. Some store-bots are perfect if you actually get, your, if you actually yeah, get the one in a million. Yeah, but yeah, his was real nice, practice. but by the time, like, World Champs came along, it was so old and so bad. Like, I don't know how he did solves on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, there's you, Ro, and then me, uh, John Tananas. Tamanas. Tananas. Bananas. Tananas. Let's see, Ryan. Who else? Big Green. Ron Kennedy. Actually, um, you know Anthony Brooks. And he's gonna oh, be yeah. Anthony Brooks is fast. He's God. Actually, really fast. He's almost sub ten now. He's is really Big fast. Green going to nuts? I don't know. It'll be oh. a competition in like a, like over a year though. So yeah, I don't know. And also Rowan, I was talking to him yesterday. 
Yeah. That's really cool. He got like a sub seven long luck yesterday with uh <laughs> with witnesses what? too. God. That's crazy. That's but that's yeah. but this is we're talking about at home practice and um there are out so. of the maybe six or seven, you know, possible contenders, I would say only about half of them are really experienced in big pressure situations, right? Yeah. Oh, another one, uh, Philip Espinoza. Wow. He's sub-11 in competition. He's going. But, yeah, um, Ro, you and I really have a lot of experience. We've been to a couple U.S. championships. Uh, we've each won one. Um, yeah. We've both had experience in the finals of world championship, and we both know how, you know, nerve-wracking that is. Going one by one, right? How much do you think it affects your performance? Well, this year, well, last year was kind of annoying because as you would solve, people would be clapping for the other person. Yeah. I imagine that's really off-putting. So annoying. Um, But luckily, I was, like, timed. I was, like, put up there so that, like, the clapping would stop when I start. Like, I was actually kind of lucky. It's, it's really stupid how they planned it last year. But this year, it's going to be really nice how they do it. Yeah. Start. They're doing a new format. Um, one person goes up at a time. Uh, they do all five solves in a row. Yep. Right? And then the other competitors who have not gone yet um, sit in a room by themselves. Or sit in a room with each other. Yeah. Yeah, it's a really good idea, but... It's it's kind of bad for the people who are in the room. They hear <laughs> a massive cheer. This is just a total like idiot when someone comes out, just like screams out what happened. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, Ro, you come out and say, "Hey, Anthony got world record average." <laughs> <laughs> right as you start the solve. <laughs> but yeah, um, hopefully, um, they actually figured out how to do you know finals this time for big pressure competitions. Yeah, because the way they did it before, I think, really kills the performance. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think this year's gonna be more fun. How they do it? Yeah, but they'll they'll always have the you know audience aspect and how nervous you are because you know there's gonna be over 200 people there with cameras all pointed at the solver and crap like that. Yeah, I'm so jealous of you guys going to this competition. I've not been to one for months either. I set my personal best average this year in the final. So really, yeah, I got like eleven sixty four. That was my best at the time. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So it's yeah. like you can do really well under pressure. Oh, I used to be. I don't know. <laughs> this is even my first competition in like three months. Yeah. All right. And um. Yeah, moving on. Okay, the random catch of the day this week is um, Q-Cube, which is a simulator made by Q- Michael Gottlieb. I think that's how you pronounce his name. <laughs> and, uh, 
<laughs> is it not? What? Is that how you pronounce his name? It's just like two syllables, like Gottlieb. Gottlieb. Okay, whatever. Um, yeah, you can get it in the software area on the speed solving forum, and it's it's um, it's a simulator done entirely in JavaScript, but it's got a different interface than something like Heist, where you can only see the top and front um, faces of the cube. And you can see some of the side cubies. It's it's quite hard to visualize and describe what the interface is like, but it's actually quite good. Like it's my favorite type of simulator. Once you get used to it, it's really easy to use. There's all sorts of um, variations as well because the source is open. You can use like um, you can make like replays and stuff and add on all sorts of different things. Someone made a macro version where you can like just press like the Z key and it solves parity stuff. Pretty cool. Um, is and, uh, it? It's like a floppy cube sim and stuff. So it's Quite not cool. faster. It's not for speed, right? Yeah, yeah, it's for speed. Really? How fast can you get with it? Well, QQRest gets like um, unofficial world records with it. Like, um, uh, what does he get? He's like sub forty on four by four, at least. Um, wow. I can't remember exactly how quick he is, but like he's sub one on five by five average. Yeah, he um, his average on four by thirty three. Wow! I looked at the sim, and it like, how can you solve that fast with that little information? I could do it. Uh, it's all the information you need. Eleven or ten to eleven, but not on that one. I on JFly I can do like ten to eleven. Wow! Yeah, three three, but normally like four and five, I can't do fast. I don't know how he does it. Yeah. Well, he designed it so he'd be able to do it quicker, like solve sims quicker. Mm. Wow, it's really uh, good. Anyway, what's Check the thread's out. name? Uh, <laughs> I I named it, so uh. it's called OMG New Cube Sims. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's in all capitals. <laughs> nice name there. <laughs> yeah. And it's uh, got a version of JFly Sim in there as well, which you might want to check out. Wow. Yeah, me and Cube Sims don't miss very well, but it's really cool that uh, you know apps like these come around and yeah, it's yeah. about time we had something else other than Ryan's. Yeah, well we've had some other stuff, but they've been terrible. Also, um, the controls for this sim is the same ah. as um, Ryan's sim, so it's not hard to get used to at all. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, the new Cube Cube Sim. Uh, check it out. And uh, speed solving, yeah, amazing. Um, I guess that's it for Row Hessler. Um, thanks, like, really for sticking around and doing this a second time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It must be so annoying for you. No, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, thanks for being around. Thanks for coming on again. Um, yeah, hopefully I'll see you at uh, nationals and uh, yeah. Yeah, I'll see you there. Thanks for having me. Have fun. Set more records. What? <laughs> not in 3 by 3 I hope I didn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, thanks, bro, for being on. Uh, thanks for having me. Yeah, catch you later, man. See you. Alrighty. And I guess... You know what time it is now, Tom, right? Yeah, everyone knows what time it is. It's the quick bio questions. But the problem is, we've already gone through these, but I can't quite remember what mine were. <laughs> to be honest. 
the questions you asked me. So I'll probably get similar results. Didn't you say you had new ones as well? No. I'm not using uh, those. Okay. Since I, I really want to give credit to the people who sent it in, so um, we're kind yeah, of doing yeah. this again, but I really don't remember my questions too, so it'll be it'll still be fun. And we'll try to actually do it quick fire this time, make it fast. Because every we'll time see. we do quick fire questions, we're like, we got shot in the butt with a tranquilizer dot or something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you want to okay. ask first, or? Yeah, I guess so. Okay, um, let's do it. Okay, so Anthony Fung asks, if you were forced to be part of a Korean television drama, which type of Korean drama archetype would your character be? Wait, this is a new one. <laughs> yeah. It, it's only one. I only added one new what? one. Okay, okay. Give it to me again. Give it to me again. <laughs> okay. If you were forced to be part of a Korean television drama, which type of Korean drama archetype would your character be? My character would be the one that's charming and gets the cute girl at the end. <laughs> that's nice. the only way because the other other main characters are you know put on the side and they don't get crap I don't and know I don't I don't watch Korean television it's always this uh well the majority is like this guy and girl that are forced into a situation together and they don't really hang uh Get get along very well, yeah. and then at but the end of the series, they're anyway. like, "Oh, I love you, and <laughs> I love you too. Give me fried rice." And I was like, "What?" Okay, <laughs> it's funny. You're so racist. <laughs> Against myself. Yeah, <laughs> I'm Korean. I can make fun of Koreans. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess it's allowed. Okay, yeah. so number two, Todd Munson says, "Given that you des- <laughs> desperately need to have a poo." Would you uh, utilize a urinal at an inconvenient height or solve a scube that would unlock an ordinary toilet? Alright. We, we had this question before, but I still don't know what, what, it, what it's trying to ask. Cool. <laughs> well, like, a, a toilet's locked and you have to solve a scube to open it. Oh, what? hell no. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to poop on the scube. That's pretty much what's going to happen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, that's kind of weird. <laughs> you I- should at least try I tried before. It's like no, or I'll probably go in the uh, you know trash can. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, um, Changin Park asks, would you rather use Vaseline or Joe's urine to leave your cubes? Uh, I think last time I asked, uh, can I mix it? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know I'll what. Yes. I don't know what Joey puts in his body, so there might be lubing qualities to his urine. You'd have to try. Let's get him to uh, do it sometime. <laughs> and look, he dropped the call. <laughs> yeah, just as we said that. <laughs> oh my god, that's funny. Uh, I don't know. I guess I would go with uh, either or. Um, I think okay. I went with Vaseline last time and I stick with that. Yeah, Makes it's most. probably for the best. <laughs> Okay, so um, Brendan Guyon says, if you had to be mute, deaf, or blind, which would you pick and why? Easy, mute. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But last time I said, like, you're not allowed to pick mute, deaf, or blind. Oh, and I said, to deaf. hell with you, and uh, <laughs> I, yeah. I can't be blind, obviously, and I need my hearing because, you know. If no, I, I don't know. You know. No. Why do you need it? I don't know. 
that way I can hear <laughs> the, that way I can it. hear the car honking when uh it's about to hit me. Yeah, true. I guess it's kind of important. And if I was mute, and if I'm like stuck in a fire or something, and people need to hear my voice, I just, <laughs> just clap my hands or something. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I've I got it all figured out, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, he also asks if you want a sub 1.5 seven by seven world record or sub 24 by four. Sub 24 by four, because that's the only one I practice. Yeah, hands down, and no one to beat that. Well, no one to beat the seven by seven one, but the four by four one's more prestigious, I guess. Yeah, for sure, it's more popular. Yeah. Okay. Get, get all the ladies with it, man. <laughs> I'm sure you do. Why are you laughing, huh? Because I know it's a lie. God. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay, Seth Hovland. He's committed a lot of stuff. This is cool. Oh yeah. He thanks. says. Um, well, by the way, before you ask the question, uh, thanks uh, for uh, really contributing to the show. It really means a lot to us. Yeah, nice work. Yeah. Okay, he asks, which um, foreign member would you most like to be in a cage match with? <sighs> cage match. Now, now remember. What? Like, um, can you not remember what you said last time? No, I can't. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, no. Um... I don't know. It's hard to think of a member, isn't it? Yeah, it's hard to think of a member I dislike. <laughs> I had to do it last week. Oh yeah, you had to you had to ban someone last week. Yeah. Uh. You know they actually got banned. Why? <laughs> For some other reason. But <laughs> they're still banned now. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Cubecast bringing on the pain. <laughs> uh, I would say. Uh, Goodness gracious. Uh, someone. 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 Uh, what about Gitan Gimond? I don't know who that is. Uh, you, dude. I'm going to take you hey. on. Yeah. Oh, dear. Yeah. yeah. See, which of the two hosts are superior? <laughs> <laughs> With physical violence. Yeah, definitely. Okay, okay. Let's move on. Let's move on. Forte Shinko says, <laughs> you'll remember this one. It's, um, you're inside the sun. Inside the sun, there's a modem, a lemon, and a new tutor. <laughs> right. Cinderella is trying to learn hyperbeam, but Cinderella can't learn more than four moves. Deleting older moves to make room for hyperbeam, which move should be forgotten. Yes! She's gonna, uh, unlearn the move to, uh, drop her slippers at random times. <laughs> But uh, it's going to be a very, and replace that with Solar Beam, but it's going to be an unfortunate life because when she's dancing with the prince, she's going to accidentally Solar Beam his face off. <laughs> Smooth. Yeah. That That's a very different kind of fairy tale. You know, Disney's not making this one, so. <laughs> Sorry? This, this movie's not going to be made by Disney because, you know. Oh, right, yeah. The, the prince yeah, is going to be pretty I can't dead. see that. It's going to be pretty dead, so... What? You should try and pitch it to them. Yeah, it's going to be like... You know Cinderella? It's going to be like that, but... <laughs> when the prince dies at the end, <laughs> the rest will be the same. Okay, um... Cyrus Kola says, you seem to pull your Asian card a lot. 
if you had to change your ethnicity, but you could pick any other ethnicity, what would it be? Well, oh, this one, this killed me last time too. Um, I'd be, <laughs> I changed my, I'd be a, a Canadian. That, that's not an ethnicity. That's just a nationality. Yo, yo, is this is it bad that I want healthcare, dude? <laughs> well, you could get that in in pretty much every other country than the U.S. Um, you know, but I want to be near the U.S.A. so I can drive in, you know, shop at New York or something. <laughs> you could always get a plane over or something if you had to. I don't want to spend a couple hundred dollars to shop. Yeah, but you still have to anyway. No, you can drive across the border, dude. Yeah, but it's still a massively long drive. We'll see. <laughs> no, we won't. <laughs> what are you going to move to Canada? <laughs> Yo, I'm going to look at Google Maps later and then prove you wrong, okay? <laughs> okay, fair enough. We'll settle this later. Um, okay. Waffles says, you know, um, Jules Manalang, if you went to a diner and you ordered some bacon and the bacon came and it was really, really tasty... The waitress comes out and asked if everything was fine. He said the bacon was really good. And she said, made from 100% baby. How would you react? <laughs> that is some good baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is terrible. <laughs> okay, um, he also asks another bacon-related question. Okay. Um, would you buy caffeinated maple bacon lollipops? That's the question? Yeah, yeah. Of course. It's two things I love, coffee, no, three things, coffee, bacon, lollipops, put them together, what's wrong with that? Yeah, you can get them from um, lollyfile.com. Except for, you know, putting, you know, multiple good things together makes a better product, except for uh, fruitcake. <laughs> Fruitcake's nice. Fruitcake sucks. Even cheesecake's nice. Cheesecake is awesome, but fruitcake can go die. No, I don't mind it. Also, I wanted to mention um, bacon A's. <laughs> you know, like it's like mayonnaise, but tastes like bacon. Dude, I really want to get a try it sometime, but I need the cash. Yeah. I'll buy it though. Just order it online. Awesome. Yeah. Okay, that's the uh, that's your questions for this week. Nice. All right, and it was a lot faster than last time. It only took eight minutes, nine minutes. Yeah, probably because you remembered some of it. Yeah. Um, all right, questions for Tom Bilo. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> Sebastian Miner asks, would you become fat for one million pounds? Um, I think I said no. Because I, I asked if I could be thin again. He, sh- he said no, I'd have to stay fat. Yep. And we're talking so, like disgustingly obese. Yeah, yeah. I just, I wouldn't want to live like that. <laughs> All right, Michael Perkins asks, uh, describe your most embarrassing cubing moment. Um, <laughs> there isn't one. It's, it doesn't really exist. Like, it's not like you can really have an embarrassing one that's related to that subject. Oh, I, have, I don't know. I had, probably uh, just like a, a fail, some kind of pop or something. Yeah, I had one of those. Um, I was two moves away from solving a five, really good five by five solve, and it pretty much exploded. Ooh. It was a teeper of all things. It's interesting you say that. I was watching a video recently that was um, Eric Ackersdijk setting the world record for 5x5. Five five. Yeah. And, like, two moves before the end of it, he, like, locked up. Oh, yeah. 
like for a few seconds. It could have been better than the world record we have now, I think. It would have shattered it. Yeah, it's insane. Brendan oh. Newen. Oh, moving on. Yeah, Brandon Newen. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Cool. Pet polar bear or pet gorilla? Uh, <laughs> um, polar bear. Polar bear. Cool. All right, I agree with that. I didn't agree last time, but I had to change heart. More, more powerful, I think, and they look nicer. Yeah. Rand Ordway asks, uh, would you rather have a ketchup dispensing navel or a crayon sharpening nostril? <laughs> <laughs> this is so stupid. Um, they're both pretty bad. <laughs> but um, I'd go for the um, the crayon sharpening navel um, nostril. Cause it's oh. handy. Uh, right. it's, it's, it's less obvious that you have it, <laughs> basically. But you save money with the ketchup one. Oh. Yeah, I know, but it's messy. I don't want that coming out. <laughs> okay, moving on. Seth Hovland. Seth Hovland again. Thank you, Seth. Uh, which SpeedSolving.com member would you most like to be choked to death by? <laughs> I think it's that um, Ro Hessler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll um, Ro. All right. <laughs> Whatever. Good and simple. Jeff DeLucia. Would you rather be two feet tall or ten feet tall? Um, ten feet. Because two oh. feet would be annoying. You'd be so restricted in doing everything. And, and um, ten and feet would be annoying, but it would be a different kind of annoying. Well, when you're two feet tall, you smell people's farts all day, and then when you're ten feet tall, you can't fit into anything. Yeah, but whatever. You can, at least you can reach stuff on high shelves. What if, but when you're two feet tall and you get a girlfriend, and then the big girlfriend, you know, you're like a little teddy bear. So that'd be horrible. That'd be awesome. Anyway, I'm closer. I'm closer to ten than two at the moment. So <laughs> go to whatever I'm closest to now. Okay, that makes sense. Cyrus Cola, if Andrew and Joey died in a tragic accident, but you had to keep doing the podcast, who would you pick to be your new co-host? Uh, I can't remember what I said last time. Uh, <laughs> probably Gatan Gaimond. You don't know who he is. I don't know who he is. I think I think it had changed the dynamic of the podcast quite a lot. <laughs> Why am I not good enough, man? No, no, he's um he's just insane. Awesome. Like I mean literally. <laughs> is he a cubing person? Yeah. Okay. It, it's a long story. We'll save it for another day. Okay. Toward a Munson. Say you are being chased by an angry group of zombies, would you strategically place a gullible person that would be serving as human bait, or would you lay down several bacon strips past its expiration date to slow them down? Um, well, like, the bacon wouldn't last that long, so I'll probably use the person, because they'll die soon enough anyway. Now who? Save me some time. Uh, oh, um, I don't know, like, anyone? Probably Joey. <laughs> he won't last that long anyway, so he wouldn't mind going a bit earlier. <laughs> Oh man, that's nice. Why do we hate Joey so much? I don't know. It's just fun. I'm just kidding, Joey. We love you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, that's it for quick five questions, and I guess that's it for the show. Cool, cool. Yeah. Um, you can. Get... I'm glad we actually managed to do that again. Yeah. Just as well as the first time. Oh my gosh, doing. You better things... make sure you do this right this time. Don't delete it. I will get it right this time. Don't worry about it. Okay, okay. Um, 
Yeah, quick fire questions. Obviously, uh, we get those from you guys, the listeners. We are running out of questions. We need more questions. We have no more. Zip, please send them to CubeCast at... No, what? No. Send... If you want to ask Tom a question, send it to CubeAndrew at gmail.com. If you want to ask me a question, send that to CubeTHOM at gmail.com, which is CubeTom at gmail.com. And uh, if next week is going to be uh, pretty much the U.S. live show, um, it's going to be 2 to 3 p.m. on all three days of the competition, Eastern Time. Um, please check that out. We're going to post the stream link on the forum and on the website, which is at cubecastpodcast.com, closer to the date, probably around Monday or Tuesday, hopefully. Um Let's see, uh, I'm going to try to bring t-shirts to sell to the competition. It's going to be limited. Um, yeah, and I closed down the store as well. Um, yeah. And I guess we got a little bit of sponsorage. Uh, Lubix Cube, thanks for uh, giving us a product to test out. Um, yeah. We had mixed reviews, but I think um, from what I hear from Tom, I think it's something I would like. And uh, apparently it's a hit and miss for Tom, but... Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's worth checking out though, definitely. And where do you where do you get that? Lubixcube.com? Yeah, yeah. And that's Lubix with L U B I X. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And um Yeah. Um should be a great three hours of content next week. Um yeah, please stick around, um and uh yeah. We'll see you next week. Catch you later. Bye bye. Yes, we did it! God. <laughs> I'm glad we got through that. Dude, high five, bro. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> that was some good work. Like, we did pretty well, considering. Katie. Yeah? How can you go out with someone that sh**s in people's hats? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, you never answered. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you won't do it again.